It's Monday, June 15th, the end of week three of the NALCS, and this is the League Digest Podcast. Once again for joining me, I am Joshua Helicopter Spy Kirby, your host this week. This is the League Digest Podcast, your audio home for weekly highlights and wrap-ups from the North American League Championship Series. First, as always, the news. Echo, the boy who shattered time, has been enabled for this week. Seen him a bit in other regions all over the rift, really. Seen him in mid, top, and jungle. Probably seen the most success in jungle, weirdly enough, building tank and relying on his base damages. He seems like he's having some trouble carrying games the way some other assassins like Zed and LeBlanc can, but he sure is fun in solo queue. Next up is Cloud9 Tempest mid laner Yasui is being suspended for four weeks for buying accounts. Uh, During a routine sweep of of botted accounts, uh, Riot found a whole bunch of of Yasui's accounts. They gave him a warning back in March, but that didn't really slow him down, so he's going to have to sit out for four weeks, and that's going to be big, big for Cloud9 Tempest. Next up, Fusion's spot will go unfilled. Fusion, of course, just barely missed out on joining the LCS back in the promotion relegation tournament. They took on the surging Dignitas to five games, but couldn't quite finish it out. Unfortunately, offseason, the core of their team scattered to the wind, who we went to CLG, of course, being the sub in the mid lane. Nien is now the 80 carry for teammate, and Nintendo has taken some time off, had a few health problems, you know, with seizures and what have you. Rumors swirled for ages that people were trying to buy their spot, and now it's just going to be decided by a play-in match. So that's good news for anti-corruption and League of Legends. More good news, Riot announced that they will uh, take all that fine money they've been collecting from Season 3, and they've announced where it's going to go. They're donating over $30,000, half of which came from CLG, weirdly enough, to the Trevor Project, uh, which they quote is... Uh, an organization which provides free, confidential, and secure crisis intervention and suicide prevention for LGBTQ youth. So that's good on them. You know, they've been taking a pretty hardline stance against bullying, and that seems like a really good place to go. It seems like they really did their research, and they found a good place for the, for the money that they've been collecting. So that's good on them. And that's going to do it for the news, and let's just get right into the games. Game 1 was Enemy Esports against Team 8. Team 8 looking to pick up their first win of the season. They're still getting used to their new ADC, Nien. They've been looking real rough so far. Enemy, on the other hand, has been off to a pretty good start for their first split of the LCS, sitting solidly in the middle of the pack. Running down the teams on the blue side is going to be Enemy Esports. There's Flare has Gnar. Trashy has Rek'Sai in the jungle. Inox is on that Echo. Otter is going to be on Sivir, and Body Drop is on Janna. On the red side is going to be Team 8 with Kali Trolls on Hecarim, Porpoise on Nunu, Slushy has Azir, Nien has Jinx, and Dodo has Thresh. Team 8 really given Nien the opportunity to hard carry. Gotta dodge out of that Echo, though. Uh, first Echo game and seen in NA. First game, he's actually available. Seen him elsewhere in the world, looks strong, but not unkillable. Uh, moving into the game, enemy lane swap. That means Nien is going to have his free farm lane. Maybe not expecting that. Four-man pushes come out early, outer towers go down, and teammate take the first dragon. 
At 6 minutes 30 seconds, Trashy's just fine to find some, trying to find some farm in his jungle and get in his grump, but in comes Porpoise and Callie, and waiting in the top lane, Nian and Dodo were already waiting to collapse. Uh, Porpoise says hello to Trashy. Smite can zoom, matches level 4, and Dodo's already here. Good flash by Trashy to stay alive, but there's already a jinx in this one. The dive from teammate is surely going to work. First blood goes to Callie Trolls. Porpoise has aggro, jumps right back out. They knock down flares on top of it, and now body drops getting caught out. A summer heal keeps Callie Trolls alive, and it's three kills for zero under a turret. Enemy's seen this one before. Oh, boy. Three early kills for teammate, enemy respond with three kills of their own, including two onto Inox's Echo. That's a really good start for Echo. Echo update, he's down 10 CS at 15 minutes, but that's still sitting pretty at a 2-0-1 on the kill score. The game is mostly even very slight gold lead coming out of teammate from being up one turret. Inox gets big by 24 minutes, Echo is up to 4-0-2 and even CS with Slushy's Azir. There's a tight game through 30 minutes, and it's just about even, but enemies getting impatient, and they're looking to open it up. They're going to get the knockup and the stun on a porpoise. Nunu gets a lantern out. The box comes in, and they just cannot get the kill. Inox at half health. Forced ult out for no damage, and the counter engage comes in. Calitros knocks back Trashy, gets one, and now the tanky Hecarim. Yeah, and will not Inox go down. just going back in. No Finally, this time, though. But look at the follow-up. A double kill for Azir. Jinx is in the fray. Nien. Can't quite catch body drop, but it's a three for one, four for one. Yeah, and making or breaking that game. That fight went 4-1 for teammate, blowing the game wide open in their favor. They take a Baron off of that, two kills for Azir in that fracas. At 38 minutes after taking the Baron again, teammate take another team fight and push into the base. And a fear from Cali Trolls. One more hit, the Nexus goes down. The first one of the split for teammate. And it could not have come at a better time. They needed this win. So many difficulties for these guys coming into this game. Slushy playing. Team 8 finally coming together for their first win. Nian and Slushy both had four kills, and their team fighting super well. Inox wound up going 5-2-5 in the end, but he's unable to carry Echo to his first North American win. And we move on to Game 2. Game 2 is TSM versus Dignitas. Dig has been way stronger than anyone expected them to be, but they're up against their strongest opponent yet in the young season in Team Solo Mid. Dig, of course, brought in Helios, looking to really shore up their jungle position. Only one loss in either of these teams so far. Speaking of the teams, let's run them down on the blue side. is going to be Team Solo Mid with Dyrus on Hecarim. Santorin has Gragas. Bjergsen is going to be on that Echo this time around. Turtle has Callista and Lustboy is on his Bard. On the red side is Dignitas with Gamsu on Fizz. Helios has Rek'Sai, Shifter has Kog'Maw, CoreJJ has Sivir, and Kiwi Kid is going to be on Morgana. Bjergsen looked crazy strong in his assassins throughout the, his career, and now he gets to bring in the new guy Echo? Could be a problem for, t for Team Dignitas. In the game, TSM lane swap. No real early game trickery, and that leads to an early top tower for TSM, with no response from Dignitas duo and bot. TSM able to pressure Gamsu off the lane for a really long time, and they roll that pressure into a three-man gank on Shifter at 7 minutes 45 seconds. Uh, yes, they are. Big old There's gank the on w. Shifter. There's everyone. Shifter flashes and ghosts that he will survive and nearly kills. He, oh, does, he does kill Lustboy. The overextension on Bard. Shifter with a fancy footwork avoiding all damage, and Lustboy just tanked too many turret shots there. TSM shows some kind of wonky microplay throughout the early game, giving up some weird kills, but their larger map play puts them up two turrets to none at 15 minutes. 
At 23 minutes 15 seconds, the second dragon of the game, and both teams won it, leading to a crazy team fight. Damage at the very start. Bjergsen's gonna land the stun to Helios. Core JJ spell shield keeps him fine. Bjergsen pops the Zonia's. Ult's back. He's nearly the dead. The still hitting them. DSM about to die. One more hit would do it. Shifter doesn't land either of these spells. Santorin running, running for his life. Helios not far, but Dyrus is home gonna guard. re engage home with Home Guard. He's gonna look for Shifter. The damage comes through. He gets the shutdown. Will they get any more? Gamsu rejoins the fight as well, and Dyrus one hit from dead. Literally one more living artillery on about four different people on TSM would have killed them. They're all still quite low. Dignitas still trying this dragon. They would have a smite on Gamsu, but he used them in the fight. No smites up for this dragon. Santorin does have his for a potential steal. And he's going to get bound out of range. That's turret number two for Dignitas, and the kill comes through for Fizz. A trade from Dyrus. He's running away. One more hit will do it, but Bjergsen takes him down. Gamsu on the backside kills Callista as well, and now time for some action. Oh, Good dear. Bjergsen died, respawned, came back in. Orchestrated chaos and all of that. Dignitas wound up with that dragon. At the end, kill scores are even at eight apiece. TSM is up three turrets to one, leading to a 3k gold lead. Midlanders are the real stars of this game. Bjergsen 402 on Echo and Shifter on 411 on Kogma, and they both have the highest CS on it, their teams. At 30 minutes, Dig gets bold and takes the Baron, only losing Core JJ and Kiwi Kid. TSM still with a gold lead, and the Baron doesn't do a lot to help Dig close that gap. Dig even able to get a second Baron and don't do much with that either. All they're doing is denying TSM their own Baron. 42 minutes after that second Baron has timed out, TSM start pushing down every lane. But D Dignitas has five people in the mid lane. True damage. So good luck with this one. They're going to engage on as Wild Turtle. The Gamsu flank will get stopped by Tempered Fate, but how long will they get tempered as Wild Turtle is going to get picked off by Core JJ, but here comes Bjergsen! Wow! Bjergsen evaporates, can't pop anything, so Dyrus is here for the cleanup. He does knock down the AD carry. He's running, but Gamsu will kill him. It's a 4v2 and a push for Dignitas. Big win for Dignitas in that fight, and then they just rush down the mid lane. Contenders for the throne. Kiwi Kid is low. Pops the Zonias now into the Nexus. And will there be enough damage? It does not look like it. Three members alive. Wild Turtle responds. But that's going to be the game. And Team Dignitas are in number one. Who would have thought from relegations to now halfway through week three, the sole number one team in the North American LCS. Helios's first game with the squad. Shifter's great AP Kogma. Huge comeback for Dignitas in that game. They even won being down in gold. Even the mighty Bjergsen couldn't bring Echo his first win in North America. Some people may have questioned bringing in Helios after finding a good ground with uh, a Zingy, but Shifter talked about that change after the game. Um, we're, we're feeling pretty comfortable because Helios is Korean and we have two Koreans on our team, so I think the team chemistry was there. Uh, me and Helios, we do it a lot in the past, so uh, it didn't take long to really like mesh together, so it felt pretty good. TSM taking their second loss of the season, Dignitas moving up to, a t to first place uh, with only one loss so far. Moving on to Game 3, it's Team Liquid versus Cloud9. Liquid have been playing so well this split. Their only loss was to Gravity last week. Otherwise, just completely on point in the opening weeks. Cloud9? Sort of the opposite. Desperately trying to right their sinking ship. Moving into the game on the blue side, Quas has Hecarim. 
Dom uh, I Will Dominate has Echo in the Jungle. Phoenix has LeBlanc, Piglet has Corky, and a special has Alistar. Uh, on the red side is Cloud9, Balls has Fizz, Meteos has Nunu, Incarnation has Azir, Sneaky has Lucian, and Lemon Nation has Nautilus. Jungle Echo, looking to go tank. LeBlanc is going to be the assassin this game. Three picks in three games so far with Echo. Cloud9 take a fairly safe team, looking to stem their bleeding. Full standard lanes moving into the game. Meteos is counter-junging early, keeping the Echo down. At six minutes, I will dominate on his first Echo gank in the bot lane. Lane may be the ones to pay the price in the end. 3v1 right now. Sneaky doing what he can from the outside to save Lemonation. It's only going to be a few more shots, and Sneaky not being able to provide too much. Very low in man in this. First blood goes on to Piglet there. Mid lane scraps going Incarnation's way in the early game. Cloud9 get the first dragon. Most of the early game going Liquid's way, though. Cloud9 is up two dragons to none at 15, but Liquid is up five kills to two and 2,000 gold. 3,000 gold by 20 minutes. At 27 minutes, Cloud9 looks like they're starting to come together a little bit, but Liquid takes the team fight handily and turns to Baron. Balls on Fizz has a smite of his own, though. Engage. The focus needs to be on Baron. He did it! Balls gets in! He steals the Baron! He had the smite and he used it perfectly! The team is... Dom, usually known for his great smiting, but gets outsmote by a top laner. Cloud9 bring the gold back to even, and, and now they're up three dragons to one. At 31 minutes, Team Liquid is able to take a team fight straight to the mid inhibitor. And at 33 minutes, 30 seconds, Cloud9 is starting to get a little desperate, feeling the game slip away a little bit, and they engage wherever they can. Previously. He does have teleport now. Leave it up to everything, Kobe. And a pink ward is what you start the fight over. Dominates a little too close. Chrono break back to the fight. He's nice and healthy now. That's going to be Medios going down to the ignite. Balls to the back line again. Not able to hit that fish as much as he wants. It stays alive even through the chain. And Phoenix goes down. And now the fight is on to Echo. Oh, Dominate gets hit. Up Incarnation gets himself out of the fight. Sneaky's trying to kite this one out. Balls, or rather Quas, able to chopper him down. Cut him down with the Hecarim Q. And now they're on to Lemon Nation. It's only going to take a little bit here. <laughs> they know they don't have to worry about Incarnation at all. But they also could be... Only Incarnation left alive, Cloud9. Liquid with a lot of control in this game still uh, thus far. But still, only a 3.5k gold lead. Another team fight uh, right after leads to a full ace for Liquid, only losing Piglet in the process. Then, they take the Baron and open the game up in favor for Team Liquid. It's going to be 40 minutes for this one as Cloud9 did as much as they could to come back in the game, but it just did not pay off. Team Liquid take down Cloud9 to go 4-1. Echo gets his first win in North America, and Liquid get their fourth. Cloud9 still sitting at just one win in the early part of this season, still unable to come together. Dominate talked about Liquid's preparations after the game. I think it's, uh, for us specifically, we're doing scouting reports now. So we have um, this guy named The Warlock, who's uh, the coach for our academy team, but he's also helping us with scouting. And he puts together these really long reports, um, breaking down the strengths and weaknesses of each team, their power picks, how each of their players play, and stuff like that. So we just have that in our mind going into the game, which, I mean, I know it helps me personally a lot. As a jungler, you kind of like to know the mindset and the tendencies of players. So having those kind of um, written to me, Helps me a lot in determining where I should be on the map, how people are going to play, when I can gank lanes, etc. Moving on to game four, it's going to be Team Impulse versus TDK, Team Dragon Knights. Bishu and Latman are still in for Ninja and Emperor. TDK really starting to feel the trouble of foreign players in the North American scene. After Team 8's win, TDK is still the only team without a win. Uh, now, this game kind of went one-sided, so I'm not going to cover it that much. It was almost a perfect game, and that would be really exciting. 
except TDK managed to take the first dragon of the game. That was the only thing they managed to take, though. And it was as close as possible for a wire-to-wire win for Team uh, Team Impulse. Almost a perfect game, I say again. No kills, no towers, no nothing for Team Dragon Knights. The sub-squad has put up some good laning phases in other games, but just nothing doing this time around. Shao Shao bought an early Magi Soul Stealer and just took over that game. He wound up getting full stacks on it. At 28 minutes, Team Impulse got the Baron buff. All three inhibitors down were 29 minutes, and then the game just sort of ended from there, as you might expect. Moving on to Game 5. Game 5, much closer game. It's going to be Gravity versus CLG. Gravity seemingly punching well above their weight. They've come in with two new guys on the roster, and they're off to a great start. CLG, for their part, have been building their fans' hope back up, only to lose to TSM in their previous game. Both teams have the same record at 3-1 so far. On the blue side is Gravity with Hauntzer on Hecarim. Move has Jarvan the 4th. Keen is on mid-Rumble. Alltech has Sivir, and Bunny Fufu is on Alistar. For CLG, Zion Spartan has that echo this time around. Exmithy has Gragas, Poe Belter has Lulu, Double Lift has Ash, and Aphromoo is going to be on Bard. Lots of interesting picks here. First for Gravity, we haven't seen mid-rumbling competitive play for years, probably since Season 3 as I remember it. Over on CLG, Zion's got a carry top laner in Echo, and he has a way of taking over games with those. Also, Afro finally got Bard. It's been banned against him so much, but it finally got through. Moving into the game, CLG lane swap, looking for Gravity's duo, but Gravity spotted out. At 4 minutes, CLG looked to keep Gravity away from as much gold as possible, and they wind up behind Gravity's top outer turret. Keenan and Pobelter show up to make it 4v4, too. Keen's kind of stuck in the mid lane because he cannot do much against Pobelter, but he makes the scrap shield run up, already overheating, unfortunately. Pretty much used everything to get there. The team may be able to think about it now. Bunny Fufu flash pulverize in a glitter lance across the entire team. Xmithy's in the fire. Move going in for one last hit. The ignite's on, but the heal is still there for Xmithy with his passive. They're able to pick up first blood on to move. Gravity went way too deep on this fight. One last hit. The double kill for Aframu. CLG come up with three kills, two of them going on to Aphromoo. That fight could have easily gone the other direction, though, CLG just barely squeaking by. They're able to translate that to a 3.5k gold lead at 10 minutes. At 20 minutes, things start to go just crazy. CLG clearly know how far ahead they are. Double lift, Afro, and Xmithy are just hanging out, pushing down the bottom lane inner turret of gravity, and double lift shoots his ultimate arrow point blank at Hauntzer. So far for those early engages, right in the face of Hauntzer. Hits him right in the horse tail. <laughs> Aphromoo does the work. <laughs> of course he does. Oh, good pop by Pobelter. Uses help pick, so the Glitter Lance actually goes through. Bunny Fufu coming through strong here. Throws down the flash. Pulverize, double lift, and Aphromoo both go up. Teleport's now coming in. And it looks like Zion Spartan's not going to be able to deliver too much other than the Time Winder. No, he goes for Phase Dive right on the Parallel Convergence. Xmithy's there as well, figuring out what he wants to do. More or less just being a tank, so the rest of the team of Gravity cannot get back in. Keen's going to go down here because he's putting himself in the fight. But they're doing it for Move. They're doing it for Alltech. Can they clean up the fight now? Alltech not going back in. A few hits could have definitely been played there. Hauntzer with the TP into the fight now. He got back from 20 seconds of being dead. This is a 25 to 30 second fight now that's still continuing. And Zion Spartan's going to be the only one alive. First CLG with Hauntzer and Alltech on the other yeah. side. Four kills onto each side. Hauntzer goes down first. Hauntzer gets the last kill, too. Onto double lift. Long, crazy fight with CLG winding up at 7k gold ahead. Four turrets down to none and two dragons to none. At 27 minutes, Gravity think they're setting up a trap for CLG. They're hanging in the brush by the CLG red buff. 
The jig, however, was up, and Zion Spartan phase dives in. Parallel conversions. They're not looking. They're looking for the fight on their wards. There's the arrow. Once again, it hits Bunny Fufu, so not too much work on locking down what they need. Zion Spartan throws down the chrono break, and he's back to the outside with Wild Growth on. Now the teams have been split once more. Nice cosmic binding. Keeping moving oh. the rest of the team in place. Alltech on the backside, very low HP, and they start trading a few kills back and forth. Keen and move both down. Afromu trying to follow now, and Alltech may not be able to get it. The speed trying to give himself the boost, and they still lock it down. A triple kill now for Double Lift. The last fight was two kills for him. Now he's 6-1-10, and, and CLG's on to Baron with the ace. CLG off to a big lead now, 12k up uh, at the start of the Baron buff. From there, no problems for CLG. Breaks back to the Nexus turrets, a well-fought game by Counter Logic Gaming. They do not seem to be down and out from their team solo mid loss last week, and they are able to pick up the win over the 3-1 Gravity. No one mentioned it, but just before the game ended, Aphromu had the components to the Zerat portal. Fortunately, the game ended too quickly. He had a lot of spare money, I guess, with those five kills. That was more than Zion had on Echo. Think about it. And that wraps up day one of the games. Moving on to day two. Day two started with Cloud9 and Team 8. Both teams off to a very rough start, This, of course. They're both looking to pick up their second win. Cloud9 won their first game, and Team 8 won their most recent. On the teams on the blue side is Cloud9. Balls has Maokai. Medios has Gragas. Uh, Incarnation is going to be on that mid Varus. Sneaky has Jinx. And Lemonation is on support Karma. On the red side, Kali Trolls has Fizz. Porpoise has Nunu. Slushy has Azir. Nien has Corky. And Dodo has Alistar. Karma support has really been gaining popularity around the world. I've seen her a bit in Korea. Her minor rework has meant a lot for support Karma, I guess. I haven't really played it. Moving into the game, Porpoise steals away Meteos' red buff right out from under its nose. Little cheese on the first spawn, otherwise standard lanes. At 8 minutes 30 seconds, Slushy going all in on the mid lane, but the, imp the Emperor's Divide sort of messes. Sands, Emperor's Divide does not get the range on Incarnation. It would have put him right in the turret range, and that is an error from Slushy and a first blood for Incarnation. Incarnation making it look easy for first blood. The lane was even at that point, but now Cloud9 is going to have a nice little bump in mid. Varus Poke coming in hard now. Mid and bottom lanes both go pretty hard for Cloud9. The bot tower falls at 15 and the mid tower is close behind. Cloud9 is up 4k gold at 16 minutes. At 18 minutes, a team fight goes kind of sideways for Cloud9. They have a big lead going so far, but an unlucky bounce on the Gragasalt pushes Slushy into the fallen turret, not back as far as they expected. Slushy looking for the big one as well. Right back into the turret. Didn't actually get as much distance as they wanted. It may save his life. He's got just about 10 HP. And the absolute zero zones out the fight just enough, but he stays in range for the piercing arrow. One more coming from Incarnation before he hits the ground. And now they're on the Lemonation. He puts himself back in the fight, so hopefully Sneaky can get away. But somehow, Teammate has found the fight. They call me wrong. Cloud9 did go too far, and they overstayed their welcome to get aced on this fight. It's only going to take a bit more. The big one hits, and he's going to get chomped down by the Wolves. Team 8 come pretty far back after that, but C9 sticking the lead, but they lose a second dragon to Team 8. At 28 minutes, C9 is looking to flex some muscles to push him into the Team 8 red jungle, and a big 5v5 starts a little weird, 
but falls into place for Cloud9. Does go in onto Porpoise. It's very kind of tempered fight here. No, Dodo, however, in from the backside, really heats things up. Lemonation goes down immediately. No more shields from him. Slushy gets taken out, so he cannot help control the zone now. Kali Troll still has a good amount of damage, but Sneaky has the oh. peel. He has the kite. He has the quadra kill. 17 to 9. Cloud9 going for the last of the base. Great for this world is that nexus of teammates 19 to 9 as cloud nine come out with a pretty confident win here it looks strong throughout medios holding down his own jungle after being hit in the early game and everybody came up for the victory 21 to 9 31 minutes in cloud nine take down teammate cloud nine finally picking up their second win sure it was against a weaker team and teammate but a win's a win hopefully this will get them back in their groove gain a little more confidence and start to find some of that famous cloud nine magic Moving on to the next game, it's TSM versus TDK. TSM coming off a loss in their last game against the surging Dignitas, but, you know, TSM, one of their main strengths, has always been shrugging off losses. They rarely lose two in a row. This time, they're up against the as-yet winless TDK, so it should be pretty good for them, if I'm honest. On the blue side is TSM, Dyrus has Rumble, Santorin has Rek'Sai, Bjergsen back on Echo, while Turtle has Callista and Lustboy has Annie. On the red side, Seraph has Vladimir in the top lane. Kez is on Gragas. Bishu has Yasuo. Latman has Corky. And Smoothie has Malphite? Bishu is known for his Yasuo in solo queue and throwing a rare Malphite support, and he'll have plenty of setups for his ultimate. Bjergsen's back on Echo, looking for a touch of redemption this time around. Standard lanes, mids crazy with dashes on either side. Turtle and Lustboy get an early lead through strong harass. Bjergsen's Echo has a slight lead at 10 minutes. Seraph has a slight lead on Dyrus in the top lane. At 10 minutes, Seraph and Dyrus with a duel up in that top lane. Man, or get your blue buff. How about no? Oh, he's gonna cook him down. He will plagues on. It's the last bit of damage. They both flash it. Wow, Seraph gets a 1v1 on Dyrus. Straight up solo kill for Seraph. Seraph already had some MR, and it served him well right there. TSM playing well through the first 20 minutes, a little sloppy, but they're coming out ahead in team fights, even if only barely. They're up three turrets to one with a 4k gold lead. At 27 minutes, the game is severely stalled out. TSM looking all around for a pick for Bjergsen, so that way they can take any advantage they can find, but they're just not getting it. In the meantime, Seraph has gotten real strong on Vlad, picking up a Luden's Echo of all things to go with his Will of the Ancients. Hope that's come out from Bjergsen's Echo. Oh, well, there he goes, though. The Echo Ultimate actually right on the team. He's not going to be able to use it anymore for damage. There's a kill going on to Wild Turtle immediately. He even used a Summoner heal there for the team. That is Bishu going down. Lampman on the outside, ready to hit some damage. Lustboy is on the top, charging. He can't really come back in yet. They're missing a lot of DPS here, and Lampman's still able to fire out with Seraph in the middle of the fight. They pushed Team Solo mid off of this one after TSM for the last three minutes was prepping this in the mid lane, poking, poking one after the other. It's because that fight goes 2-2. Malphite ults are always a great way to start fight, and this one was no exception. Hit onto Wild Turtle and Bjergsen, and even with two kills on either side, you've got to call that one a win for TDK. TDK takes another team fight right after that, 2-1 this time, and a free dragon too. TDK is still down 3k gold at 30 minutes, but they're starting to take team fights, and TSM has to be a little worried about that. At 30 minutes, at 33 minutes, 30 seconds, it all starts to fall apart for TDK, though. TSM's taking Baron, and Bjergsen is popping off. Now trying to make an even bigger one. Oh, dog, you're not that powerful. Zanyas goes off. Can they get over the wall? Here comes the equalizer. They lay out oh. the red carpet for Kaz.
Lopez, and Bijou's gonna be in the fight as well. The Zanias goes down, so does Bijou. That's the ace as Lightman comes back up just now. Bjergsen up to 8-4-4 now in the kill score. TSM quickly opened up to a 10,000 gold lead. TSM continue to play a little too cautiously though. They have a huge lead and are still barely squeaking by in team fights. When they finally take the Baron though, they find an opening and push down the Nexus. Turrets on the side of Team Solomid. DDK's base now in shambles. It took quite a while, 47 minutes for TSM to finally get to the Nexus, but they are able to pick up a win. Now going four and two. 47 minutes in, Team Solomid takes down TDK. TSM picking up the win, but they are clearly not thrilled about it. There is a little celebration on the winning side. A lot of hangdog faces. Long game against the TS, uh, TDK sub-squad, and now TDK is still winless without their main mid laner and AD carry. But let's move on to the next game. The next game is TIP versus Team Liquid. Big matchup for the middle of day two. Both teams seem to be in peak form right now. TIP coming off the near-perfect game on TDK, and Liquid handling C9 no problem. Running down the teams on the blue side is Impulse. Impact has Rumble up top, Rush has Lee Sin in the jungle, Xiao Wei Xiao is going to be on Kassadin, Apollo has Callista, and Adrian has Annie. Over on the red side is Team Liquid, Quas has Hecarim, I Will Dominate is going to be on Sejuani, Phoenix has LeBlanc, Piglet has Tristana, Special has that support Nautilus. I'm no fan of Lee Sin in most cases these days, but when Rush is on it, I like it. Impulse on the lane swap this time, Liquid thinks they know how to stop the denial that has become standard in these lane swap games. They send in everyone but Phoenix and Piglet top, and they all die. Rush goes down too, but Apollo starts with a double kill on his Callista. Liquid in an early hole. Liquid quickly climb out of it though, after a couple good ganks mean that they even up the kills and the gold. Early lead in every lane now for Team Liquid at 10 minutes, 30 CS for Piglet, 20 for Phoenix. But there's a storm of ruin in the bottom lane. Oh, anger toss as well. Here comes Russian. Could get the kick back. They instantly pop down Apollo, though. That's going to be Piglet going down. He tries to jump over the wall, but he cannot make it over the top line of the trees without taking too much damage. Good stun back on. Wait, here comes a teleport in from Quas. That cannot be stopped by Impact. Here's the outplay. He's trying to get around Impact right now. That's what he needs to do to win that. But if Xiao Wei Xiao already had the roam down, it could equal this out for him. And it does. That's three kills now coming in for Impulse. This is working out fantastic fantastically for pushing the bot lane. The Impulse with three kills there, Liquid only with two. That'll help even out some of those lane leads that Liquid was able to amass. Piglet still up big over Apollo though. Using Tristana's pushing power ability all over the map, Liquid has all three outer turrets down by 19 minutes. Team fights go back and forth throughout the mid game. Liquid takes one here, Impulse takes one there. Liquid up to a 3k gold lead at still at 30 minutes. Piglet going nuts farm-wise, 322 at 30, setting himself up real well there. Liquid take the Baron at 33 minutes, and then they start controlling the game. They take a quick triple kill for Quas, and then they push on down. Liquid would come up with the win, and they have done so 35 minutes in. Team Liquid take down Team Impulse. And that's one of the really controlled win for Liquid for the most part. Once they got in the lead, there was no looking back. Hard to do against the famously unpredictable Impulse. Liquid now tied for first. Next up is Dignitas versus Gravity. Dig is riding high after they took down TSM. A win here means they'll be tied with first place. Gravity sitting in the middle of the pack, but known to be able to pull out a few tricks. On the blue side this game is Dignitas. Sorry, I forgot. 
Gamsu has Maokai in the top lane, Helios has Rek'Sai in the jungle, Shifter is going to be on Azir, CoreJJ and KiwiKid have Kalista and Annie in AD carry and support. On the red side, Hanser has Rumble, Move has Gragas Keen, has that mid Jarvan the fourth, Altec has Tristana, and Bunny Fufu is going to be on Nautilus support. Another Trist, we barely see it at all, and then she's in two games in a row. Also, mid Jarvan, love watching Keen. Double lane swap these games, duos top, solos bot. At 7 minutes, Dignitas looks to bring in Helios for a tower dive onto the duo lane of gravity. Five is maybe not that much damage. Kibi can take a whole bunch of pain, and he's on the wrong side of the turret. That's first blood over to Altec, and now they go in, and Helios gonna be the second to die. Over greedy dive by Dignitas. So usually Gravity totally turn it around. Hunter gets the first blood onto Kiwi, Altec also gets a kill, early lead for Gravity. They take the first dragon and have a 2k gold lead and turrets even at 1. Gravity in complete control of the mid game too, picking up kills all across the map. Keen really showing why full damage Jarvan is a problem for squishy carries. Bunny has 7 assists across 8 kills for Gravity so far, up 5k gold at 20. They're up 2 dragons to none and 2 turrets to 1. The game starts to slow down a lot at 25 minutes. Gravity is controlling the game, just taking everything they can and slowly pushing in, playing just pure technical League of Legends here. Four dragons already at 30 minutes and an 8,000 gold lead. And just absolutely nothing has happened for a very long time. Finally, though, Gravity find an opening and start pushing down Dig's mid-inner turret. Can they kill off Altec? Bunny Poo Poo down a little bit of health, but not enough damage comes through. There's just no burst on this lineup. The, du the duo tanks have to collapse immediately after that Annie stun. It's so late oh, now. Oh man, the bounce oh. house into the back line. Down goes Annie. There's going to be more soon. Shifter falls. Car JJ also going to drop out. And it's a four to nothing. <laughs> Last minute alive is Gansu. Altec does not die. Turret goes down. Ace for gravity in 32 minutes, and they're going to push into the base. Gravity take down both of Dignitas's Nexus turrets there, but back out before they can end the game. Then they take the Baron. Dignitas thinks Gravity is just going to recall, but Gravity just wants to end the game instead. Down goes Gamsu, 4-17, to 17, and Gravity will move on to a tie for second place with this win. Oof, what a clean win from Gravity as well. Well-controlled win from Gravity there. Quiet, low stress, just a laid-back good time. Probably the best we've seen from them, honestly. They started the season looking good, but now they're looking straight up strong moving into week 4. And last, CLG picking up the win over enemy in 48 minutes in the final game of the week. Inox brought out Zareth. Zareth not proven to be the best pick lately. Even GBM over in the generic green wings in Korea couldn't pull out a win, despite having a great game, not even dying, and he's one of the best Zareth players in the world. I get it, I love Zareth. But Varus seems to be the go-to mid-poking champion right now. Doublelift and Poe Belter both went pretty big this game, picking up 7 and 6 kills respectively, and CLG joins Team Liquid at the top of the standings. And that's going to do it for the games for Week 3, running down the standings as... I think I'm going to do that from now on. It's I think it's late enough into the season that standings are starting to shake out a bit. In first place, sitting at 5-1 and one is both Counterlogic Gaming and Team Liquid. Right behind them, sitting at 4-2 on the season, is Gravity Team Dignitas and Team Solo Mid. Sitting at an even 3-3 three three is Team Impulse right behind them. At 2-4 is Cloud9 and Enemy Esports. Team 8 sitting at 1-5 down near the bottom. And in last so far is Team Dragon Knight, still unable to pick up their first win. And that's going to do it for this week for League Digest. Thank you so much for joining me. 
Uh, feel free to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, there's soundcloud.com slash league hyphen digest. And as always, I am on Twitter at helicopterspy. And if you have any feedback, feel free to let me know. Thank you very much. Hope to see you next week.